You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome to episode number 301 of the Take Him With You podcast. Rock out! I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Come on, Amy, rock out. Let me see. Come on. You're not rocking out. No. Rock out! I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big ass D and rock the masses. From Madrid to Calabasas, Tijuana, Mexico, who the devils in Tokyo say they know me though, cause I'll be putting in work, commit my life to rebirth, well respect it cause that's my word and I'm sure you heard, about a new sound gone round, she might have left my hood but she was born in my town, you didn't know how we was doing the scene, Here comes the boom. So, um, who sings Who Comes the Boom? No, Here Comes the Boom. Okay, who sings this? What band or group or... P.O.D. Okay. Yeah, I remember P.O.D. Mm -hmm. They they were very heavily tatted and long dreadlock, crazy um, Christian kind of band, like thrash metal. Uh, from I back a long time ago. I'm not sure it's thrash metal. Well, I remember them doing barking. What kind do you call that? It's not really barking. I mean, listen, this isn't barking. No, but some of their songs are. Okay. I, now I, watch. Now watch. I've heard enough. You got to hear this part. Ready? This is where the bass guitar guy... Ready? Listen. This is all you got. <laughs> I'll take your best shot. Is that all you got? Huh. I'll take your best shot. Is that all you got? I'll take your best shot. Is that all you got? I'll take your best shot. Is that all you got? I'll take your best shot. I'll take your best shot. I'll take your best shot. Is that all you You do realize, you do realize why I'm playing this. I think you're dedicating this to the Seattle Seahawks. Well, it's it's a football song that they use on the NFL and stuff. Do they really? Here comes the boom, ready and now. Here comes the boys from the sound. Here comes the boom, ready and now. How you like me now? I say, boom. here comes the boom, ready and now. There it's almost done. There you go, P.O.D. Boom! Hallelujah, it's over. <laughs> it's not my favorite song. I guess not. But no, I remember last year when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, they had a big parade when they came back to um, to Seattle, and yeah. I, we just watched it on TV. But My mom went. Yeah, I remember she was so excited about it. She said it was like... My mom out in the crowd. She said everyone was so happy and everyone excited. And um, so, yeah. But um, now they called like, they called it the Legion of Boom. Boom. Yeah. Because, 
Yeah, they they did pretty good. I don't last understand year. anything. I don't even begin to presume that I know anything about football. I know just a so little, you know. just because my brothers played in high school. Well, anyway. Yeah. Is this on the right? I, I gotta get my make sure my microphone's on right. That would have been good to do before we started our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Things have been a little hectic. This lately. is life with the Moyers. We're kind of zombies today because uh, we've been so busy. It's been crazy. So so busy, but um, yeah, at least it's keeping us out of trouble for the most part. I guess <laughs> <laughs> don't have time to get to too much trouble. This is true. Um, yeah, but you know, condolences. We have to say to our friends. Wayne and Troy. Aw, too bad, Wayne. Too bad, Troy. You know, (laughs) we're really excited that the Seahawks won, but I do feel bad that someone had to lose for them to win. I don't. If we could take both of our teams to this, I'll be honest, though. I'll be honest. Like, I'm not a football fan, but I did watch this game and this championship game between the Packers and the Seahawks. And I have to say, the Seahawks didn't play very well at all until the last two minutes. What's weird is someone I saw on Facebook that someone had quoted um, um, Russell Wilson's comments before the game in an interview before the game. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was almost like he predicted how it would happen. Well, except for maybe not the four interceptions. That was kind of embarrassing for him, I think, because he only had, had two interceptions the whole rest of the season. And then he had four interceptions. The during this game this is it you know this is boring so, as all get out okay well i just want to say he predicted well i don't know if he predicted but he said he said he figured it was going to be a tough race or a tough game you know until but he thought in the fourth quarter they would pull ahead and they might go into overtime and it was just like creepy how exactly and that he said there's probably gonna be some amazing plays at the end and they would win well, they and did. that's exactly what happened. I mean, well, today's podcast uh, is going to be on sports and God and God in mm, sports. Yeah. And and you might not like it very much. Well, you know, there's different opinions here. You're not as much into sport. Your well, family. Well, no, you'll see what I'm going to say here. As much up. as my family was into sports. <coughs> so. You'll see what okay. I'm talking about. All right. So. Should we talk about what's happened at our house this week? We didn't have a podcast last week because everything was crazy. (sighs) And we almost didn't have one this week because it's so crazy. And it's late already and I don't really want to be doing this till midnight, but here I am. So, well, we'll get through this here. Um, That's really, you really want to listen to something that my (laughs) wife just said, we'll get through this. No, I just, we we need to talk about what's going on. Um, Lots of crazy stuffs going on. Um, your hours have doubled at the radio station because we had a person quit. Actually, two people. Yeah. So there used to be four DJs that were, you know, live, local talent, um, and now you're down to two. Yeah. On on the radio station. Yeah. And you're still being the interim pastor, and at Raymond First Baptist. Yeah. And you're still running your media business. Yeah. So life is crazy. And then I chose this time in the midst of all this crazy, busy season that you're in um, to do some remodeling because I was blessed. Every time you do that, you hit the spring and it makes a sound. What, a, what am I doing? It's your cord. It's hitting the spring. 
Okay, maybe I'll just put my cord. And it sounds like, like this. this. It sounds like this. Okay, well, um, I moved, I moved my cord. Ow. So, um, anyway, I chose this really busy time. I'd been wanting to do some repairs and improvements around the house, and we were blessed. That translates money. Well, it's no, it's not any money out of your pocket. I was given a, a small inheritance from my uncle's passing, and my mom said now this is for you this is your inheritance you do what you want to do with it and I, I we had um, some repairs that needed to be done in the kitchen floor our dishwasher was broken and um, while we're doing that I wanted to throw away the yucky old stained icky carpet out of the living room mm. and just do the whole flooring well <coughs> we had priced it a while ago and it was way out of our budget um even with the <coughs> the blessing that we received. Um, but my son was very kind to say that he would help us with the labor. And that saved literally thousands of dollars. So with my inheritance, we were able to buy the materials, got them on order. And our son came out after work on Friday and then, no, after work on Saturday. He's working six days a week right now. Um, after work on Saturday, he came and repaired the kitchen floor and tore up the carpet. And then Sunday, he came and put down, we had to level the floor because the living room was lower because the carpet. So Went from hardwood into carpet. And we took the carpet out. So then there was a three quarters of an inch difference. Yeah. So we so had, we to, had put to make plywood it level. So yeah. so, yeah, we have OSB that we put down. Um, it's kind of like plywood, but different. But same thing. Anyway, we leveled it out, and um, Andrew spent probably about eight hours between the two days helping, and that was a huge blessing. And yeah, so now the floor is all even, and it's ready for the laminate to go in. Yep, and so when it comes in, it, it might be a few weeks out because um, it's not in yet, and Andrew's going to pick it up, I think, when he has his apprenticeship classes in Tacoma in a few weeks. So, and I've been painting and doing everything I can do before the floor goes down. Um, just touching up trim and painted the living room and yeah. busy. So you're crazy busy. Um, and I've been still working on a music project for a company. I've, I'm almost done. Tomorrow, hopefully, tomorrow I'll finish it. And you started that like in November? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a, so a big it's job. So it's a big job. And so you're still working on that. Um so we could use prayer just to for sanity. <laughs> well, no, I'm not complaining. I won't it. ever complain because there have been times when we have nothing. Yeah, when you haven't had work, and and right now it's been a blessing that you've had enough work that um, I'm down to just four days of work. For a while there, I was working a lot of jobs. I had like 17 clients, and now I'm down to, well, technically about 12 or 13. Because some of them are just like once a quarter. But I have like 10 regular clients and then a few that I fit in here or there. But so um, I've been able to do some things around the house that haven't been able to get done. So that's kind of nice. On Mondays I have little projects I do or I go help my mom with a trip or something that she needs done. So A trip? Well, you know, like... I've gone with her to when my uncle was alive oh, okay, to go visit him. Or I was going, what something. are you talking about? You don't yeah. go on trips with your mom. No, you know, like an errand, a long errand where 
I drive for her or something. So yeah, it's been crazy busy. And then um, another thing we could ask for prayer for, I don't mean to be greedy with prayer, but your dad has surgery on a little procedure on Thursday. Yeah. So if y'all want to keep him in your prayers, um, it's a little heart operation. A little heart operation. Well, hopefully, let's be praying it's a little one. Hopefully, it's just going to be putting a few stints in. Yeah. Um, If they go in there and they see that that won't be enough, then they'll be doing more. So we're praying for the smaller operation, that that will work. Yep. So, um, yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. So I've been talking a ton. So you, you have. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Someone, we had friends, we were going to record last night, and then we had some neighbors that stopped by. and Right ev- as we were going to hit record. Evidently, they listened to our podcast because they were giving me a bad time. They said, it shouldn't be the Rick and Amy podcast. It should just be the Amy podcast. And I go, really? Do I really talk that much? And then I just went on and on. Sorry. It's okay. Go ahead, dear. If you like talking, <laughs> you like talking. You know. Well, you just talked I had for quite how an experience. many hours on the radio today. I had a, I had a doctor's appointment that I had to, to uh, go to, and I also ha- I had had blood tests and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And then I had an evaluation at, at the radio station oh, from yeah. a professional evaluator. A, a radio, um, what do you call it? There's a word for the consultant. Yes. A radio consultant. She and came into the She area. listened to my radio shift and then sat down and talked to me. About my style of delivery and, um, you know, what my goals were and stuff. And that was really good for me. I really enjoyed it. I was nervous because, mm-hmm. you know, it's been years since I did radio. Well, and the, the odd thing is, I, I think we've said this before, but you didn't go out looking for this job. <laughs> they sat around one day when after they had lost a DJ and they said, who could we get to you know, be local talent and would stick around and, you know, is committed to the area. And, and they they came up with your name. Yeah, they said, actually said, what about Rick Moyer? He's not doing radio anymore. But you had for like 12 years when we... More than that. Was it more than I 12? did it before I met you. Yeah, two years. And then you were at KGHO for 10 years, I think. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, so I think it was around 12 years, maybe a little more. That you'd been in radio, you know. Ra 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 radio. Yeah. So, but it changed a lot <laughs> in between those oh, times. It's, it's really cool. It's, you were it's, out of radio for two decades. Yeah, 20 and years. so everything changed. You know, you used to when you were on the radio. You had turntables. Mm-hmm. You had carts that looked like eight track um, cassette kind of things. Uh-huh. And and you had uh, actually records. Yeah, turntables. Yeah. I said. And you actually spun the records, picked the music, and did the whole schmear mm-hmm. live right there. It was quite fun. Um, now, it's you actually have a little more freedom now because now the computers have all the music in them. And you basically talk into the hard drive and it records your voice or or, or opens up the live, microphone yeah. and you do it live. But um, it's all pre-done for you and programmed so you don't have to... You be don't distracted have to pick by all the other the song, stuff. Pick right. out the songs already. The program director. So right now, like I'm doing, um, I'm doing seven hour shifts. Yeah, six hour shifts, seven hour shifts. I can't remember. 
isn't it 12 to 7? That's seven hours. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's how he married me for my ability to count. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. But I can do two shows, you know, 14 hours worth of radio in about four and a half, five hours. <laughs> but you're doing that seven days a week. No, six days a week, right? Yeah. No, I'm seven days a week right now. Oh, you're seven days a week now? I didn't know you were I'm on the weekends two to seven right now. I didn't know you were on Sundays too. I am. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah, that's it's been <coughs> kind of nuts. But, yeah, but it's really fun. But we don't, you know, um, I was visiting with um, one of your old co-workers back when you were working at the computer store, TechLine. Oh, yeah. Um, Scott Sipe, his son... Is um, one of our, is one our of the engineers, engineers yeah. or something. So he's picking his son up from from work, and so I was visiting with Scott out in the parking lot while he's waiting for you to get done, and he was waiting for his son, and his son came out while we were visiting, and so talk and talk and talk. I guess I talk, but um, but where was like? Oh, he was saying, "Wow, he's got a lot of stuff going on," and I go, "I said, yeah." Rick has a lot of irons in the fire right now, but one thing we've learned about life is you're never exactly sure when one of those irons is going to be out, and you want to make sure you have another one or two in there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <coughs> I, I guess that's, you know, something that we've learned from is, um, and a lot of our married life, you've had like two or three jobs you were doing. Um, but... I remember there was a time where all of our eggs were kind of in one basket for a few years and you were doing a lot at just one job and you were putting like, you know, 60 hours a week at this one job and, and then it was gone yep. and, and then all of our income <coughs> was gone cause I'd been a stay at home mom. And so I think after you live through times like that, I don't know if it's fear or just comment or practicality. You, you want to make sure that you have some things going, you know, so it's like it's not just one thing and then it's gone. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Diversify is the word that I use. Yeah. After after some lean times of of um, no income coming in. But. Well, here's the deal. You have to be, you know. A lot of people go through lean times, mm -hmm. but they're not willing to work. They're not. How, the attitude is what really messes you up. If I mean, and I've been there. I've been there where mm -hmm. I, I'm just I was depressed, or I didn't like mm -hmm. this, or I didn't like that, and I didn't want to do this, or I didn't want to do that. And sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and go for it. Mm -hmm. And it really is the only way you can succeed in business. Yeah, well, you know, and, and sometimes there are temporary seasons for things. Absolutely. And, you know, when I, um, when you were first starting your business out, it was slow to take off. And so um, I did some computer work for some people I didn't really like. <laughs> and then I... Um, then I started my cleaning business, which, you know, it, it's okay, but it's pretty exhausting. And, yeah. you know, there's there's things that you sometimes do just to make sure that the bills get paid that um, maybe might not be real glamorous or... Or maybe you don't enjoy them at all. Maybe you don't. Yeah, maybe they're not your idea of a fun time. But, 
but it's about being responsible and you know you have children to feed and yeah bills to pay <laughs> so but um you know we we've made it through the last few years since we started the podcast um and it's been miraculous that we haven't ever had you know bill collectors knock on our mm. door you know i mean there's been times where we haven't had anything extra but but all of our needs have Well, been our biggest happen. thing now is getting out of debt. It's going to be Yeah, bad. we actually need we to probably really <laughs> we need to sit down and and really look at that. Matter of fact, when I You got to have a plan or you won't yeah, get out of debt. Yeah. When when um I got that little inheritance, I I told Rick, I kind of feel bad not just putting it towards our debt, but then we had repairs. You have to take care of your investments, too. Yeah. And our house, we had gone quite a long time without really doing any improvements on the house because of, you know, money being tight. And you have to keep your house up because what if for some reason we had to move, you know, out of the area? You, you know, want it to look in good shape and be sound and everything. So, so I I go, well, it's not that bad of an idea to repair the leaky dish, you know, (laughs) get rid of the leaky dishwasher and repair the rotten floor and <laughs> throw out the yucky carpet and you know so but we do we do need to sit down and just just figure out how to get out of debt and stay out of debt one thing i you know sometimes if anyone's listened to the radio and listened to dave ramsey one of the things that i think his program's better than some of the ones we've looked at in the past is that his first baby step, and we've kind of tried to do this as as we've gotten money coming in more steady. His first baby step is to have a thousand dollars emergency fund, mm. and that way, you don't keep on getting in debt. That's his very first step: is just save up a thousand dollars. That way, if the fridge stops fridging or the you have a tire blowout or, you know, you have an emergency come up, a tooth that needs pulled. You have, sorry to bring that up. You have um, an emergency fund you can draw on without getting in further debt. Right. And we've tried to do that the last year or so is try to have a little cushion in the savings. It's not a huge cushion, but a little bit there. So we've just been really, something. lately we haven't had a lot of things break down. So that's good. Yeah. So. But it goes in seasons. It does sometimes. We used to like we, knock. Did we have all three when... appliances break within like a couple of months, a few I, years ago? I can't remember. It was crazy, and we we're all like, "What?" And I broke them mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The fridge. The fridge started leaking, and the and you broke the the stove. The stove. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you've broken several stoves, but we won't talk about that. Um, but yeah, it's. But anyway, there's some good programs there for getting. We've gotten out of debt before, but then when we started Three the times, business, actually. Yeah, where we've had all of our bills paid off. And then life changes. And yeah. So, um, but thankfully, because we got out of debt those three times. All I really need to do is win the lottery. Yeah, we'll talk to your friend Brett Hammond about that. He yeah, did a whole thing about, you know, spending money. At the end of the year, he was What down. have you always told me? You can't win the lottery. I've never said that. If you don't play the lottery. I, n- I don't say that ever. You don't? No. Why don't you? Because I want to play. No. I'm joking. I don't. 
I just think it's a waste of money. It, you know, if you want to donate to the government some <laughs> some way, just throw your money out the window or something. But um, you can you can add. Did you hear about the guy? Th- this is serious. This is not a joke. Uh-huh. No, really. Oh, okay. he, he did a scratch off ticket, and he won. He got three things that said two hundred fifty thousand on it. He was so excited. He went back in and told the person, and they put it under the scanner, and said it's not a winner. And he goes, it says, to, so he took it to the lottery commission. Uh-huh. It was a misprint. And they didn't honor it. Wow. So here he has in his hand $250,000 winner, and it's a misprint. They misprinted the ticket. Wow. Can you imagine winning that and then not being able to use it? That would be really disappointing. Oh, it'd be not only disappointing, I mean, it'd be devastating. We could pay off all of our debt our house everything yeah and have you know 150,000 in the bank yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome well i'm not i mean i can't win actually, if i don't play yeah um, actually half of that would go to the taxes so i'm sure it probably wouldn't I'm be sure. yeah. probably would we could pay off our debt and maybe go <coughs> camping or something we could get life insurance on the cats they actually do have like I pet, pet insurance. insurance. I know they it's do. It's kind of crazy, but I, I except for you hear about, we had friends over the other night and they were talking about their little puppy having to get oh, vet bills and stuff because it got sick after they'd only had it six days, and it's like, oh wow. Are we done rambling? I don't know. Maybe we should be. Okay. Okay. All right, we'll be right back with today's subject: food for thought on the Taken with You podcast. <laughs> So I was watching the Facebook feed uh-huh. after the football game, the big championship, and I was, I was, I started to get mad. Why? Because all these people that are Seahawks fans mm-hmm. were going, "Oh God, you know, God really blessed us, and you know, God is good all the time." You know, all this, and I'm thinking to myself, "What about the Packer fans? They probably are." feeling horrible and everything what does that mean god doesn't love them well and um our quarterback um 
is a believer and he was you know crying and saying god is good and there's you know a bunch of them knelt down and prayed and thank god after so i'm gonna throw this out here i even said at church on sunday morning from the pulpit you Uh weren't there so i couldn't tell you you're telling everybody i skipped church and i i said (laughs) i had a reason i said by the way um i hate to tell you this but god isn't on any of the sides he's not for the seahawks or the packers sorry and they're all like looking at me like what and i said i don't think he really cares what the score of the football game is and although he cares about us and what we care about i, I guess I think the most important thing is if we're on god's side well that should be the case but <laughs> but anyway i was starting to get mad because all these people were posting you know how awesome god was for the, uh, the seahawks winning and i'll just be honest with you i don't think that's how it works there's probably some people, you know, I know there's there's now, Christian think, players and, and stuff on the Seahawks, but there's probably believers well, on the Packers, too. there are. Too. That's the whole thing. And so here's my deal. Mm-hmm. I think it's great when people that play sports and are idolized and everybody thinks they're awesome. I think it's great when they give honor and glory to God. I think that's awesome. No matter what you are, if it, the Bible says whatever you do and word but, or deed, do you I'm trying glory to explain God. something. Go ahead. But I do not think mm-hmm. that God is on the Seahawks side or the Packers side or the Patriots side. I don't think God cares one way or another about the outcome of a football game. I think he cares about our hearts. I think he cares about people. Yeah. And here's how I... Okay, so I was getting all up in arms, a little bit self-righteous and mad. Oh, really? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and... Thanks. And so I'm watching TV and the news comes on. And the news reporter says that the Seahawks had church service Sunday morning before the championship game. Cool. So they showed the church service. Uh huh. And there's this preacher up there and he's preaching the word of God. He's really going for it. Does he say uh at the end of every sentence? I don't think so. But he was he was going for it. Mm Mm-hmm. And my attitude changed because mm-hmm. when he went to pray, instead of praying for the Seahawks exclusively, he didn't pray for the win- for winning or anything. He mm-hmm. prayed for both the teams that they would bring honor and glory to God. That's cool. And that they would they would be minimal injuries. Amen. And that they would have a good time and people would really enjoy the game. Well, that's way better. That's That yeah. made me feel better because I was thinking, really, are we really going to play this card where we pretend like God cares more about one sports team than the other? Well, one thing that really blessed me, and I saw a lot of pictures on Facebook about it, and we watched it live, you know, at the game, is when Russell Wilson and some of the other Christians, and I think maybe even from the other team too, I can't mm-hmm. remember, knelt down after the the um, game and they you know held hands or just were huddled together somehow and just thank god you know and and we're humble i i know that you might think well maybe that was a little staged or something but you know what no i don't think it was staged i think i think it's wrong for people to think that God is on their side when it comes to a I, sports team but you know what they they made it through that game without any major injuries. Okay. They, if that's what they were praying, yeah. great. But if they were going, thank you, God, for us winning, and I well, can't believe they, it, blah, blah, I don't know about that. 
Well, I'm just saying. I just know that that because I mean this is a completely first world problem here. It is because and... how many people in in places where they don't have mm-hmm. these big stadiums and all this money and these people aren't paid all these millions of dollars? What do they think about this whole thing? When does that mean? I don't know. It's just weird. I know, and sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder if we spent the millions and millions of dollars that we try to help people. Well, that we spend on sports. If if we (coughs) spent that on putting wells in developing nations, we probably would have clean water across the globe. But I mean, something political would happen, and (laughs) money would go to the politicians. I mean, there's. There's just I understand what you're some, saying. Though. You know, and it's not just sports. It's well, it's now, the music don't industry. Get me wrong. Now, it's now, the CEOs. It's a lot of with sports things. though. I have mm-hmm. seen like the YMCA and the sports mm-hmm. programs and schools and stuff like that really help young people. Oh yeah, to be disciplined and to yeah. understand how to work on a team and to get some morals and some and some teaching and different things like that on how to treat other people. Uh, there's good sportsmanship. That stuff is well, awesome. And sometimes I I had a sibling that struggled with academics when he was younger, and my mom really thought that being involved in team sports really helped him because he's really athletic, mm-hmm. and it helped his self esteem because mm-hmm. if if his self esteem was just based on his academics, um especially early on he really struggled to learn to read and stuff and you know as he got older he graduated with honors and stuff but being able to do sports and be good at something you know Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be sports it could be band or it could be art or but that's a far cry different yeah than somebody on national tv saying god is or on facebook saying god is with our team but not with the other team i don't think that's cool yeah, I I, think, I get upset about that. Not that I'm not a, I'm a fan of the Seahawks because they're from our territory yeah. and I'm thrilled. But I'm not um, I'm not I don't try to presume or think that God is in favor of the Seahawks no. versus they're just you know and, what there's a group of talented guys and I'm sure that pulled it out at the end and won. I'm sure barely barely. <laughs> But I'm sure that there are are guys on all the teams that sure there are that are doing good things. One thing about the quarterback for our team, um, he is a believer, and it seems to me like he does more than just talk about it. Mm-hmm. He showed up at the cancer ward, the pediatric cancer ward in the um, children's hospital, a couple years ago on a Tuesday, and visited with some of the patients, and they thought. Oh, that's cool that, you know, the famous quarterback, Russell Wilson, came by and, you know, thought it would be a one-time thing and they'd never see him again. And he's come back, like, every Tuesday. Since then. And and he's, like, donates a lot. I think um, he, he works with, um, was it Alaska Airlines? His, he's their rep. And um, he made a deal with them that every touchdown he got in one of the last games – they would donate $3,000 $3, for um, the cancer research for the children's right. cancer. And so, I mean, he's doing some good things with his notoriety. Sure. You know, he's he's um, trying to help out kids. And and even, um, <laughs> even the Beast Mode has, like, 
camps and stuff for kids that he's not much for talking in front of people, but he cares about kids and, you know, there's, there's a lot of them doing good things with what they're doing, but yeah, it, it is, I think as a, as a country, we get a little crazy when it comes to it's fandom and our, yeah. <laughs> well, you have to be careful too. I mean, because the Bible doesn't say that God favors one sports team over another. It doesn't it's, really it talk says, much it, about sports in the well, Bible. It does. There's a couple things it says when people compete. Well, it, it, it yeah. there are things in the Bible that talk about. They know. I mean, obviously, there's been well, competitions it, for yeah. years. And I guess it does talk about running a race. Sure, it says that in the New Testament. But. The Bible is pretty clear that God loves people, mm-hmm. not the competition of a game, even though, yeah. the, you know, those those can have benefits. It's just I just didn't think it was right for people to be shouting out and saying that God was in favor of the Seahawks kind of thing. It made me mad. OK, so I just wanted to. That's what I wanted to talk about, because I want <laughs> people to know, you know, that's not right. You You don't. That's like using God. And you're not supposed to use God. God's supposed to use us. It's a different way of thinking. Instead of thinking, you know, God loves my team. Or, or God my is on side. my side. There, There's actually a story in the Bible. Uh-huh. And um, I'm trying to remember where it is. It's, um, what, <coughs> do you remember that? Yeah. And doesn't an angel show up and it says you should be on God's side? Well, yeah. They were saying, well, God is on my side. And, and I, I, w- I wish I remember the story. I should have looked it up before we got on to the podcast but basically um the angel basically said you guys are presuming here yeah and you it shouldn't be that god is on your side or your side you should be on the lord's side yeah that is where you really should be Mm -hmm. and if and that's how you approach things well then that's different and you know and, and it's easy to do i i don't you know i've been in in meetings of christians before and i've probably been guilty of doing this God bless our plans, you know, be with us. Yeah, we come up with stuff and then say, God bless it. Instead of God coming up with it, we tap into that and then it's being blessed already. God, please direct us to what you want us to do. You know, help us to do, you know, get your wisdom and your will be done. I think that's one cool thing. I, I don't know if we really ever taught about the Lord's Prayer. Maybe we did on one of the podcasts. But when Jesus... We've done did, 301 of them. Jesus' disciples asked him how to pray. And in the prayer, he says uh, he's praying to our Father in Heaven. And he says your kingdom come. Your will be done. And I think sometimes if we go back to old school, I, I know sometimes it just... To pray the the format of the prayer Jesus told his disciples to pray, to, to remember that part. Your kingdom come, your will be done. We don't need to be the boss of everything. We and, don't always have to have be control freaks, huh? Yeah, and we don't have to Even have, though that's, I want to be in control. And we don't have to have our will be done all the time. And I think in a way... It's like that can bring a lot of freedom. Sure. Just to say, okay, I don't have to have everything my way, and I'm okay about that. It can God's way is better than my ways anyway. So God's way is better than my ways anyways. Anyway, there's <laughs> a lot of ways there. <laughs> so, yeah. So in conclusion, okay. I just try to say, be careful. Don't use God as sugar daddy well just don't <laughs> use him for your 
whatever you think is cool. He's my puppet in the sky to do what I want him to do. Right. Yeah. Let God be God and agree with him. Mm-hmm. And don't say that your sports team is better than another sports team. Well, you can say they're better. That's fine. <laughs> Just don't say that God likes the Seahawks more than he likes the Packers or any other team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that's accurate. I think God loves all of the football players out there. Hey, football player. God <laughs> loves you. And God still loves Wayne. <laughs> and Troy. And Troy. And whatever other Packard fans are out there. Pa- yours is Packard? It's Pack- Packers. Packers. It's not the Packards. <laughs> it's not the Packleds. We make things go. You are strong. We well, are not. For some reason, I guess we're not. I, I watch the Seahawks games, but I don't really pay much attention Packard to Bell. who they're playing Maybe against. That's what I'm probably thinking of. But you, <laughs> you just filled me in that the Packards are the Chiefs. Packers. Heads. Packers, Packers, not the Packers. <laughs> Sorry, but, but they're the Cheeseheads. I didn't know which team no, had the not Cheeseheads. Well, but they were those hats with the cheese. Yeah, but I didn't understand that you had posted a picture of cheese getting grated. <laughs> you had to explain it to me. Why did you post a picture of cheese getting grated? All right, enough. <laughs> they're never going to listen to our podcast again now. So there you go. Guess what? Be on God's side. Don't say God's on your side. How's that? Well, Wayne said um, Seahawk tastes like chicken. So. That's only after I said <laughs> about grated. So he said cheese is good on on uh, Seahawk nuggets. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So this has been kind of a crazy podcast. but Yeah. Well, at least we got it out there. Everybody can start thinking now about uh, <laughs> am I asking God to bless my plans or... Am I agreeing with God? Yeah. 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 So this has been a Moyer <coughs> Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2015. All rights reserved. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us at rick at takenwithyou.com or amy at takenwithyou.com. That's true. You can also get a hold of us at our Facebook pages, facebook.com forward slash rick.com. Dot Moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer and until next time see you later see you later Gator we'll uh, see you next week after a while crocodile <laughs> <laughs>